This is Derek Dernberger, and you're listening to The Break Podcast. All right, here we are, DeerFest 2019 again. Myself with my co-host, Tom Rainey, and we're sitting down with Chris Ham from HHA. How you doing today, Chris? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Very well. Very well. I'm glad to have you aboard here today. How's the show going so far for you? It's good. It's good. This is actually personally my first time here. Our company's been here for a couple of years, but um, with us launching our veterans or my veterans nonprofit, um, I decided to, to come down myself this year, and it's, uh, it's a good crowd. It's a good crowd. Yeah, it is a good crowd. So tell us about HHA USA. All right. Well, that's something that uh, about five years ago I... Uh, I developed a heart for veterans. I don't know why it took me so long, but at 40 years old, I decided I had a purpose in life greater than myself, and that became serving our veterans. Uh, I never served myself, but uh, volunteered for our local honor flight chapter and just absolutely fell in love with it. Fell in love with the veteran group, with the volunteers, and was coming home from the airport one night, and I said, what can I do? How can I use my business to help these guys out? And uh, that was October of 2016. Um, March of 17, we started our first shoot. Uh, we've put on 10 archery shoots for our local honor flight chapter in the last three years in central Wisconsin, and we've raised $85,000 for them. So, That's um, pretty sweet. It's just it's been a very rewarding experience, and uh, the, the only downside to it is, is the more people I got into donating prizes, the more clubs that volunteered to, to give their time and open their doors up, I would have people from other cities in Wisconsin and even other states saying, hey, we want you to come down here. And I couldn't do that working under this local nonprofit. So that's why I decided to start HHA USA. So now I have a mobile entity that I can move mm-hmm. around pretty much in any of the 50 states and host an event. So to the archery shoots, I'm going to declare my ignorance out loud for everybody to hear right now. So is it a 20 target 3D set up is that how you typically do these archery shoots that you do it depends on the venue i mean we've uh we've worked with clubs we've worked with local archery ranges we got one range that's uh it's our home range it's about our hometown shop it's about 20 miles from us um he's got a huge indoor spot league in the winter time mm-hmm. so he doesn't have 3d so we do a spot league with him um so we just kind of cater the event to the venue okay uh, uh, it, for the most part it's 3d um our local club our hometown club that uh, that my dad actually got his start in archery at um has two outdoor 20 yard 3d courses and then they've got indoor spots and or 3d so we some of them are kind of mix and match and hybrid tournaments for the most part it's 3d but we do a little bit of spot stuff too so yeah no i was just curious because i didn't know if you had like a standard setup that you tried to travel with that tried to like I don't know, have flow from one event to the next where it was the same setup, same setup, same setup. But I kind of like your strategy a little better where it's just let's accommodate what we've got when we get there. Yeah, and I mean, being that we're just starting out with this, I don't have a trailer that I'm, I'm taking anywhere and pulling my, my group of targets with me. <laughs> I'm, I'm basically taking my circus to town, and I, I work with the rides that they have, if right. you will. So, and it seems to be working pretty well because, I mean, we're finding there's, there's people that like 3D, there's people that like spots, so we're able to kind of hit yeah. both disciplines and... Uh, and accommodate a, a pretty broad group of archers that have a heart for veterans and give them back to a great cause. So. I'm equally terrible at both, so that makes me – so it, I can shoot any of them. I can shoot all your events. The, uh, the last time I shot spots uh, was with my dad when I was 13 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 44, 
Uh, my dad. <laughs> <laughs> my my dad. My dad unfortunately just passed away a month ago. Right. Uh, he was the uh, he was the founder of HHA Sports, and uh, I had target panic, something fierce when I was a kid. And I'll never forget this. He and I and my uncle signed up for our local spot league. And the second week of league, I fired a bullseye into my neighbor's target. (laughs) I have a funny story about that. I felt this arm come around my shoulder, and I heard two words. We're done. (laughs) (laughs) And that that was the last time that I shot in public for almost 30 years. So yeah, that was uh, that was my my brief stint in the uh, competitive archery world. <laughs> yeah, I, I've done the. Uh, I was at a very serious 3D archery shoot, and I stepped up. It's probably my 13th target out of 20. I, I'm not as good as those guys, but I was trying, and so I was kind of getting weary. It was like the second day I step up. It looks. I've mean, ranged it. It's like oh, about 67. Make a great shot. I'm like all pumped and everything. This dude, like two targets over, is furious because I shot the wrong target, like two lanes over. <laughs> <laughs> and these guys are like shooting for real money, and I'm yeah. like, my bad, dog. What's up? <laughs> so I can feel your agony. I haven't shot in in front of anybody since then. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I haven't shot. Well. I usually shoot at this event they have here every year. I didn't last night. We were doing podcasts. Right. But, uh, I get out there today. So I, I did notice your course out here. Yep. You we got uh, a shoot going on yeah, this we weekend. Partnered, partnered with Philip Kirsch from Kirsch Hunting just down the road here in Burlington, Wisconsin. He uh, he took over that company a couple years ago, and it's a, it's a European target company. They've been around in, uh, in Europe for, oh, probably 10 or 15 years. Pretty popular over there, and he's now trying to bring that into the U.S. market. Mm-hmm. Met him through... Uh, I think Scott had met him at the Pope and Young Convention a few years back, so that's how we connected. And um, with him being just a few miles down the road, he said, "Yeah, I'll, I'll give you guys some targets." And he's actually selling all those targets at I think he's selling them at forty percent off of uh, retail. Okay. Just to and then anything that he makes on those, he's going to give back to our cause this weekend. So, oh, but, great! But yeah, we've got uh, ten two target stations out here. Targets are anywhere from 25. I think our longest one's like 51, 52. We shot the tar- uh, course this morning before it opened up. And uh, I shot okay. I made a bonehead mistake. and left my bow in the truck all day yesterday when it was hot outside. Yeah. Got busy here, and Scott looked at me. He's like, I think your string stretched. I'm like, well, I wasn't shooting that good before oh. <laughs> the weekend. So, <laughs> so maybe this will put me right in the sweet spot. And oh. I don't think it stretched at all because I didn't really notice a, a fall off or, or a gain. So... <laughs> But moral of the story, do not leave your bow in the vehicle when it's 85 degrees out in Wisconsin. So. Scott was ready to pull his hair out. Yeah. He's yeah, pretty particular like that. He's got a lot of it. So. Uh, well, I was going to say, he'd be pulling for a while. <laughs> yeah. With Tommy Fleetwood down there. Yeah. <laughs> Thor, we call him Thor around the office. So. I showed Derek the picture yesterday. If you're, Are you familiar with Tommy Fleetwood? Plays on PGA Tour? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, if you pull the picture up, he's t- it's Tommy Fleetwood. Okay. Like, like they're doppelgangers, like seriously. <laughs> It's awesome. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy Fleetwood, my favorite golfer, by the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> so when you raise funds, one of one of our partners that the break works with is the Neistat Foundation. So they were a benefactor of one of your events. So you, you distribute your money to various organizations. Is that how it works? That's it, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this, this is our coming out party for HHA USA. This has been about three years in the making. So, like I said, I was working under another entity. Yeah. Um, uh, and our 501c3 will be approved here in another 60 days. Our website will launch in 30 days. So, I mean, 
by by November we're going to be ready to rock and roll for 2020. Mm -hmm. And uh, and what we're doing on top of raising money for honor flights, I'm very passionate about the 22 veterans a day that take their lives in this country and raising awareness for PTSD. So what we're going to do is um, our top 22%, first 22% we raise annually is going to go equally into three different veterans nonprofit buckets, one of those being Neistead Foundation. Yep. Um, you guys obviously through that, they get folks out hunting and fishing, uh, servicemen and women, people have seen that on your show. Um, the other group we're working with is uh, Wounded Warriors in Action. And then the third one is uh, Adam LaRoche's E3 Foundation. Okay. So um, we just, we feel a, a, a commitment to our veterans, you know, not only to get them on honor flights, but also to, to we've got a social responsibility to help out, raise awareness for PTSD in the 22 a day. And, and so that's how we're going to do that. So uh, like I said, that top 22% will go there. And then the balance of the funds at any given event that we host will plug into the honor flight chapter in that community. So in this case, we're close to Milwaukee. Stars and Stripes honor flight, so all of our money this weekend is going to those guys. Okay, good. Yeah. Have you had a uh, gauge on how many people have shot here today yet? Uh, not yet. I've been, I've been busy inside doing my thing in here, and I know we had, uh, I, I saw a few folks out on the course through the window here this morning, and uh, last night we didn't have a have a ton yet, but it's, uh, it's our first year for this, um, and I think we're, uh, you know, we're, we're in this for the long haul. This is a marathon, not a sprint, so we'll see what happens. But one of our one of our plans is possibly for next year is to uh, we're definitely going to be adding more events up in the central and then moving to the eastern and western part of Wisconsin because we've got six chapters in the state. So we're going to head over towards Green Bay, add some events over there, and plug into that chapter. Mm -hmm. Head over towards the Mississippi and hit Lacrosse, and then. Uh, possibly tie that in where you have to basically shoot one of those events as a qualifier and then have Deerfest be our last event for the oh, year. okay. Kind of use that cool. as a, as a yeah. championship and that, that way it'll kind of cross promote all of those shoots together and, and ultimately tie in down here to what you've got going on. So. Yep. I was going to shoot and then I did the dumb thing and went to the bow shop the other day and just bought a new bow and got new equipment <laughs> like an idiot because I didn't need another bow but I saw one I wanted. So <laughs> I don't have it geared up yet. I don't know why I do things like that. It happens. <laughs> Ooh, look, Bo. <laughs> I need that. And then, of course, I don't have the other voice over the other shoulder saying, don't buy that. You don't have that. No, voice, I've locked yeah. that guy up and threw him in the closet. He's out of here. He, he, he talks, tries to talk common sense. I'm like, no. <laughs> I need that. You're not listening to me. Yeah, my wife is usually the one that's that voice. <laughs> I'm not going to chime in on this part of the conversation. <laughs> I love you, babe. <laughs> he just doesn't want you to sell all of his stuff for what he told you he paid for it. That's right. <laughs> we don't have that problem at my house. Yeah. Which I've told Tom that, that, uh, you know, I'm the – the host of the show so a lot of the guys will order stuff and it's all shipped to my house i've constantly got deliveries coming in so anything that could be for me no it's one of the guys you know? <laughs> <laughs> put, Car put, put carl's address on it yeah that's on not it. mine that's ridiculous i wouldn't buy another one of those <laughs> i've got plenty of those uh -huh. <laughs> oh yeah she knows she knows the trick now <laughs> I was gonna say, I think somebody ratted you out at the yeah. at the break party, didn't they? They did. Yeah. That you need to come down for that. 
I know. I don't, I don't remember what you had going on. I had something going on this year. When yeah. was that? That was uh, June. Well, it was last weekend 30. in June. Yeah, last weekend in June this year. Okay. Yeah. You should come down for that. Yeah. It's a well, good time. And, well, and I had talked to Joe about that. I mean, possibly we could do a uh, an event, fundraising event for uh, for Neistead yeah. around that as well. I was. That's yep. actually where I was about to go with that is I know we've got meetings and things to do, but we could leverage that whole weekend into something like doing a shoot somewhere on Saturday morning. Do a 3D yeah. shoot for, for Neistead because that's one thing that we are going to do, granted, like I said, with our model, we're going to distribute the 22% equally, but I'd like to eventually do one event per year for our partners being doing one for Neistead, one for E3, and one for Warriors in Action where all of the benefit, all the profits would go yeah. towards that. So I think that's something Joe and I have been talking about. So We could hey, probably organize something. We had like enough that. people at the dinner on Saturday night that we could have had a tournament. I mean... <laughs> How many, how, what kind of a crew did you have show up for that? Uh, we had about, I don't know, there's probably 50 people there total. Yeah. 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 It's a good crowd. Yeah. But we could advertise in the community. I mean, maybe we do our meeting Friday and Saturday and have a Sunday shoot. Sure. At a local town or something like that. I'll be, at, I'll be at Schindler's. Somebody needs me. World famous bologna burger. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't had it, you have not lived. <laughs> Schindler's is a little hole in the wall in a town of about 134. And it's the greatest place in the world. About about 134? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it depends on who's like, in hey, town hey, this hey, weekend. It's about 2,000. No, it's about 134. <laughs> <laughs> you drove through there on the way here, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, about 134 people. Yeah. And uh, their hamburger, the bologna burger, was in the USA Today as one of the best burgers in America. This was years ago. I, I felt obligated kidding. to test this, <laughs> and it's quite a delight. Uh-huh. Interesting. Hamburger, about a quarter-inch slice of bologna on top, all fried, pickles, onions, tomatoes. No, not tomatoes. Pickles, onions, mustard. It's pretty good. It's not on my elk training regimen. No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, if you're on a training routine, you don't want to eat it. But it, it does taste very, very good. So you've got your uh, HHA USA's here. You also have HHA Sports here. So you've got your sites here. You've What's been, new for this year? Uh, we took. Uh, we didn't do a lot of new product for this year. Last year we came out with our Tetra. Yeah. Um, so we added a dovetail bar to that this year. That was our lone lone new product. But we've got a pretty big launch coming in 2020. Oh really? That we'll be launching in December. Yeah. We've uh, not to give away too many secrets, but we've got a handful of new items coming for next year. Okay. So, pretty excited to get those rolling. So that'll be so. released at ATA this year. Yeah, or possibly even a little sooner. So Okay, yep. good. Yep. Yeah, well, I'm excited to see what that is. Yeah, no, we've got a few uh, few new tricks up our sleeves. So. He's smirking like it's going to be really good. He's just kind of holding out over there. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Something it's, other than a site? No, we're still no. pretty much staying in the, in the site right. wheelhouse for, for now. Okay, for, for now. now. Another, 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 another <laughs> smirk just emerged. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I know we talked about, well, you guys used to do a release years ago. We did, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And actually, our first first product ever was a, a folding stabilizer called the Knucklehead. Yep. A lot of people don't know that. So, 
we're going to, with my dad's passing, we're going to delve into a lot of the history of our company, I think, uh, in this coming year, just on the website, through social media, and just to kind of let some of our customers know more about where we started, kind of where we came from, and where we're going, so I think that's that's important that we share that, so yep. it'll be fun to, to do that, kind of honor his, his legacy as a tribute to him, and, and educate our customers, you know, kind of where we came from, and why we are who we are. Yep. All right, what else can we think of here? I'm sitting over here trying to think how we can get a HHA USA archery shoot down in Tennessee. <laughs> That's what I'm sitting here thinking about. Is that where you live, Tom? Yeah. Whereabouts? Um, right out. I'm, I am just to the east. I always have to visualize it in my head before I say the wrong direction. I'm east of Memphis, so it's out there, West Tennessee area. Okay. So you're a few hours from Nashville, then? Yeah. Probably, I can get door to door. My brother lives right outside of Nashville, and it's like three hours from door to door. Okay. Yeah, my buddy Chad Davis is actually here this weekend right over our shoulder from mm-hmm. uh, Bow Addicts. He's from Nashville, so I wouldn't mind getting down that neck of the woods for a shoot sometime myself. It would be, uh, be a good deal. You guys got good barbecue down there. It's a lot better in Nashville, though, isn't it, Tom? Man, don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> don't even fire me. Don't even trigger me. I'll be sitting here talking bad about some fantastic people from Nashville before I want to. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a running joke. It's like most any other geographically close cities. There's a, quite the rivalry. <laughs> Memphis, Nashville, we tend to butt heads over things. Well, maybe, maybe, the, we, maybe we hold the shoot halfway in between and we oh, have a barbecue, yeah. barbecue, barbecue <laughs> off in a shoot. Yeah. I think, you know, there might be something to that. I think so. I think so. Let's do a ribbon, uh, ribbon bowl festival. Because it's so yeah. funny. I mean, I don't give me. I'm gonna get sidetracked here. You, you hear Nashville people talking about their barbecue, and I'm like, please, just stop, stop. Don't even, don't trigger me. Don't, don't do it. Tom's a uh, professional barbecue griller <laughs> oh really yeah i don't know if professional <laughs> he's on a team okay and they've won we we we're won a, a reasonably successful team yes we uh, we've won third place in seafood at worlds we we actually won third place in sauce this year you know every year there's so many different divisions but there's like 250 teams that get there for worlds and we we're getting pretty good about walking away with maybe one trophy and a couple top tens maybe. We we just the, the ones that are hard to beat are most of those people that own their own restaurants because they cook every day. So like managing the heat in their smoker is what they do every day. And so we don't do that. But Man, I'm get, is it lunchtime yet? I'm getting <laughs> You're right. <laughs> oh, I can I can really get sidetracked talking about that. I see a cloud out the window. Is that your smoker out there? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So what hunt you got planned this year, Chris? Anything? I don't. Uh, I don't recreate hunting wise a lot. I know you and I have talked about that before. <laughs> I've got being in this business twenty four seven. I have to do other stuff outside of that. So my wife and I are actually going to uh, the Black Hills for vacation for our anniversary this year in October. That's oh, my favorite good. place in the world. Really? Oh, that part of the country. Like people talk about going on vacations to the beaches and stuff. I'm like, boo. Black Hills, that eastern part of Wyoming, it's still a little rugged. Okay. That hasn't been overly developed. Like, I like going up to Belfouche right there, which is going to be, I guess it's only, I guess it qualifies as the Black Hills, but it's kind of north outside of, like, where Deadwood and all that is. If you go yeah. north of the interstate there, I just like that whole area. Well, you and I will be having a conversation before October, <laughs> then you can be my tour guide. So. I love that place. <laughs> but, yeah, we're not big beach people either. Last year we went to, uh, went to the northeast. Yeah. 
during uh, during peak colors out there, and that was a oh, that's probably that pretty was cool. An awesome trip. Yeah, I, I did a turkey hunt in Maine two years ago, and I tell people it was stunning oh. how beautiful it was. Did you go I in mean, the spring? Yes, when it was greening up, it was. I mean, and it was ex- the green was explosive. Yeah, those rolling hills, the old wooden red barns that have been there for a hundred years, the Clearwater creeks that are just kind of breaking through those hillsides. It's like whoa. It's yeah. beautiful up there. Yeah, you go out there in October during peak peak colors. We hit it perfect. I mean, yeah. Every corner you go around could be a picture on a calendar. I mean, oh, it's, it's amazing. Beautiful. And they've got good seafood out there. <laughs> <laughs> lobster, lobster rolls. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now you did have that. You did show me the picture of that good buck you had on your home farm that you were hunting last year. Yeah. Did anybody made, kill he, that? He, no, he made it? it through the season. So. Okay. And. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so he's he's hopefully still running around. I just uh, I keep my trail cams out year round, and I didn't uh, I got too busy. I didn't check them until a couple weeks before my dad passed. So I haven't been back back out to see what I've got for velvet bucks yet. But a little behind the behind the eight ball, but yeah, I'm the only one that hunts it. I I've got an eighty, and I lease our neighbor's eighty. So yeah. Um, so if you so if you do get to recreate in the woods during the fall, it's maybe a few days whitetail hunting. Then uh, yeah, I'll probably hunt 15, 20 days. That's still not bad. Whitetail hunting, and, and it's 15 minutes from my office, so yeah. if, if the weather's nice, I go hunting. If not, I, I have this new, my, desk, so. my new obsession is this elk hunt, and it's going to be the death of me, like seriously. <laughs> I am obsessed with killing an elk with a bow. I don't want to go because I think I would probably fall into that category. That's I'm, why I waited forever. Like, I've only been twice, and I went two years ago, and now I can't stop going back. I kept kicking that can down the road for that very reason. I was like, it, I knew what was going to happen the first time I went. I just fell in love with it. And I would like to do New, New Zealand with a red stag, I think, would be pretty cool, too. Yeah. You know, we talked about Carl out in Africa. That would be a trip that uh, you and your wife may want to go on. We're going back next year. Carl's organizing another trip next really? year. Yep. I know uh, my wife and I were planning on going this year, but life got in the way, and we couldn't make it, but uh, the spouses come out. The spouses are free to tag along and go on safari, and apparently everybody loves it. Scott went from our office last year, and he was a little skeptical. He didn't know what he was going to think of it, and he, he loved it. He yep. absolutely loved it. So now I've kind of got the bug to, to do that at some point. I think that would be fun. Yep. Yeah, you should definitely, uh, well, consider going with us next year. What time? It'll June, be July. 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 <laughs> yep. For a couple weeks. Ten days Ten is the days. trip. Yep. Yeah, if I can shoehorn that in around all these honor flight shoots, I'll uh, I'll see what I can do. Consider it. Yeah. Now, what what are you gonna try? You said you'd like to have like the championship be here. That, that's that's I probably shouldn't have even said anything on the air about that. That's right. just that's, that's one of the things that was floating around in my head, but I, I have a feeling that might might happen. So. No, I kind of like that idea, and the reason I was asking is like you would start your season i don't guess you could start it in northern wisconsin in february <laughs> well but, but keep, 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 keep in mind we have a lot of uh indoor 40 yeah. 40 yard 3d ranges here so uh a couple, and several of the new venues i'm going to add next year are indoor 3d so we can do those in january february march so i'm just still over here trying to figure out where i'm gonna squeeze in a tennessee one i gotta figure out how to find some people in nashville to fight with <laughs> Meet me halfway, well, boys. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to Chad when we get done. And I'll, I'll find out where his best barbecue place is. And we'll, uh-huh. uh, oh, then he'll start yammering about pig leg barbecue, and then I'm going to have to be like, hush your mouth. Hush your mouth. 
<laughs> I already know what his go-to is going to be. What is peg leg barbecue? Oh, it's a gentleman. I, 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 I'm remiss in not remembering his name, but he, he's a gentleman that does have a prosthetic, so he really is one leg, and he self-deprecatingly refers to him as the, the peg leg porker, I believe is his team name. So he started out being a competitive barbecue specialist, and I don't remember – how long the restaurant's been open, but it's been in Nashville for a few years now, and it's it, it's good. It's really good. But man, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> we went, we went, we were down there four or five years ago, and we went to a little hole in the wall shack over by Centennial Park. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I know I what the name, the name of that one is. And that was good, but yeah, barbecue's yeah. like ice cream. It's all good. Some's just better than others. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I, I said that to the wrong guy. All of a sudden. <laughs> laying on my ear here in a minute. <laughs> this guy's just talking crazy now. Who invited this guy? You can call Cuddy back for your camera from now on, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Okay. Chris, you got anything else you want to add with HHA USA before we sign off here? Uh, no, I just, uh, it's something I'm very passionate about. I mean, you guys know that, and I just, I appreciate everybody on your end supporting it for us. And uh, So when did you say the website's launching for HHA USA? Actually, the guys from bowhunting.com are putting our website together for us. I just talked you to You got Todd working on that? Todd doesn't do any work. <laughs> <laughs> Love Todd. I, I do too. <laughs> but you might be right about that. Ju- Ju- Justin <laughs> and I talked yesterday. Uh, sorry, Todd. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna we're, we're gonna be looking for some new sponsors. Right. <laughs> yeah, you guys got to keep me off the air. <laughs> but no, we're uh, the, the website's about 75 percent done. So I uh, I just got a little bit of work to do on that. I would think it'll probably launch before Labor Day, and then uh, like I said, we'll have our are okay from the IRS probably by October 1, so then we'll be able to take donations on there and tell everyone that we're a 501c3. So it, uh, okay. the timing of it's just right because I'm the one that does all the creative work for our catalog. Uh, I'm not a graphics guy myself, but I write all the content and kind of do the page layout, so I'll be working on that with my guy when I get back from Deerfest. Getting that knocked out in the month of August, and then I can finish up the website, get ready to hit the ground running. So our plan is to hopefully by... December, right around the time guys are getting done with hunting, starting to think about buying new bows, we'll we'll launch our, our twenty twenty schedule there. But there's some there's some cool cool stuff on the horizon. We've got a, a local veteran shoot central part of the state that we've uh, I've actually never been to it. It's literally forty five minutes from my house and because of my target panic incident that I talked about <laughs> earlier, I'm only about three years into my three D career. So I was actually supposed to go to it the uh, the day that uh, the day after my dad passed away, so okay. I didn't get to go but uh, the gentleman that's on the board there, one of their decision makers, is a veteran. He's actually been on the honor flight himself. Um, came by our booth yesterday. Loves what we're doing. Um, they had 360 shooters at their event this year over over the 4th of July weekend. Wow. And they want to partner with us and basically split the door money on that. So, oh, good. Uh, so that's going to be an event that that's going to be on our radar for next year. And we've got... I don't want to be gone every weekend, but uh, the cool thing about doing this is there's there's so many like-minded, kind-hearted people that love veterans in our industry, and I've got three or four of them here with me this weekend that are coming down on their own dime just to, to put in their time and volunteer. So um, 
the more people like that that come out of the woodwork, the more of these kind of events we're going to be able to do. So I wouldn't doubt this year we had five shoots counting this one. Next year we're probably going to have at least ten, and it's just going to go from nice. there. So it's uh, it's very rewarding. It's exciting. I've been blessed enough in my business now to the point where my, my work days are five or six hours. They used to be nine, 10, 11 hour days. Now I'm down to about half that. I'm still working as much, but half of it's going into this yeah. this venture. So what a, what a blessing that is. Yep, and that will be hhausa.org.org. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I'm the worst to remember in websites. <laughs> hhausa.org. Yeah, and right now we are on social media, so you can follow us on uh, on Facebook and Instagram till we get the website rocking. But like I said, that'll be coming in another 30 days. Okay. We'll have our whole whole spiel on there along with our partners list and everybody we're going to be working with, including East Dead Foundation. Okay. Browning Trail cameras. There we go. <laughs> yeah. I feel right. like a stock car driver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's, my, that's, that's my passion. I'm going to drop that little nugget, too. We, uh, we're potentially heading out to Charlotte next year in May for a shoot out there because that's I, I say I don't recreate a lot uh-huh. in, in archery but I love NASCAR that's my thing and I've, I've got several friends in the NASCAR garage so we're hoping to partner with NASCAR and do a shoot out in Charlotte uh, over Memorial Day weekend next year for the Coke 600 so that would be we know people yeah I was going to say <laughs> hey they, they <laughs> make barbecue down in Carolina too so <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm now see that's okay that's a that, that, that's a ra- that's a reasonable rivalry there if you want to go Carolina versus Kansas City versus Texas versus Memphis Everybody else is just get out. You ain't invited to this fight. Get out. Well, maybe, maybe you maybe, maybe you'll be cooking us ribs on Memorial Day weekend next year, flinging some arrows with us. Yeah. Exactly. You never know. All right. Yeah. You need to introduce him to Hal then. That's what I was thinking when yeah. he said that. Hal knows people. Hal knows a lot of nasty. And if he doesn't people. know him, he'll talk him into knowing him. Yep. He'd be like, "Come on, man." And the dude be in love with him like two minutes later. I love Hal. <laughs> I love Hal already, and I don't know him. <laughs> exactly. See, that's how, that's how easy it is. <laughs> All right. Well, Chris, thank you for stopping by. Hey, thank you guys and, for having uh, me. Be sure to follow HHA USA. Check out the website when it's open here in about 30 days, hhausa.org, and uh, help support our, our country's heroes. Amen. All right. We're signing off here at Deer Fest. We'll be back soon. This is Derek Dernberger, and you're listening to The Break Podcast.